1: 2021, you're listening to episode 318 of PHP Ugly. We are a weekly podcast that talks talk a lot about the PHP programming language, some web technology, some just technology, whatever thinks our fancy at the time. We have a sponsor, HoneyBadger.io is sponsoring the show today, so we appreciate that, and we'll talk about them a little bit more later. We have Patreons on Patreon who also help support this show. They make the show a little better. Allow allow us to, like, upgrade our mics every now and then. So we really appreciate them. And, of course, we have our friends in Discord. And if you'd like to be part of the group in Discord, you can do that at discord.phpugly.com. They hang out with us all show. They actually give us content, and we all hang out all week long, and just got to keep the party going. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me tonight is John Congdon.
0: Speaking of Discord, I go to fire it up, and you have to update.
1: I'm like, ah, let me in. (laughs) (laughs) I feel (laughs) we're running a little late today, John.
0: Uh, uh, About a third late. Third later? Something like that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Tom had to bail on the last minute bail on us, which is which is fine. That that happens from time to time. Life is crazy and kind of gets in the way of fun things we do, like podcasting. So we uh, hope everything's going fine with Tom, and we will we march on without him.
0: So Buttery is asking if I'm slouching, and I no, I'm sitting up straight. There's something off. My camera's probably not right
1: I might be I I, I need to like work on my camera I, I think I need to pull my camera out a little bit because I'm kind of I brought it in tight and I think I brought it in too tight like are yeah. perfect you got that nice oval head though mine is like uh I don't know oblong I got an oblong head so it's kind of hard to fit it all in, in one scene I got a big head
0: and now I want now I want to know what a Dutch angle is See
1: uh, let's, Discord. Let's not, let's not Google that.
0: <laughs> Discord provides content for the show. <laughs> I like that you uh, got called out on ZenCaster too.
1: I got called out on ZenCaster.
0: Remember to turn on ZenCaster, Shokum, A uh, hey,
1: Woods. You see, they got our back. That's actually <laughs> why we went from here back back to the little starting soon scene because John's like zika actually no i was like the
0: the thing that the i can't remember the name of it is that, that that one thing
1: yeah yeah we've made that mistake one too many times i've made that mistake one too many times that's how it goes man oh man what a week uh, what a week good and bad sure <laughs> you want to tell us about yours
0: No, I want to hear about yours first. I always go first. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, my week, there's so many things I want to talk about that I think is going to lead into, like, show topics a little bit. But, um, well, let me start with today, man. I spent, and and you were part of of this for a little while, I spent, like, a couple of hours pair programming with uh, Frank on a client project that... He, he, initially he, he was very focused on the fact that there was this live wire issue and I, I wasn't so confident it was a live wire issue, but it was very weird. Uh, it, you know, one of the things that one of the errors we were getting back. So we were looking in the inspector on the browser and one of the errors we were getting back was a four hundred four. but then it said, uh, what did it say? Origin okay, it not was, allowed or something.
0: It was a course issue. Is what was being reported.
1: Right. Which I didn't know Core's issues uh, fired a 404. That seems misleading to me.
0: Right. That's why when she pulled me in there and I saw that, I'm like, it feels like we're going down the wrong road here. We're we're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, I had a bail.
1: I think we were. Yeah, I think I totally think we were. So, without getting into a lot of details because it's a huge project. There's a lot of components to the project. And this is a project where we introduced the Lara- Laravel framework as a subset of the code base that already existed. So, this is a hybrid application where it has this very old legacy code and then we've been creating new things in this Laravel kind of subset um codebase. And when I say subset, I'm not implying that Laravel is dialed back or anything. It's a full Laravel installed. It's just installed inside the legacy codebase. It's worked very well for us for a few years now. It's allowed us to start to slowly have a march to more modern application. The tricky thing about it is how routing gets handled so the legacy app was there first was there for years and years and years and then we introduced the Laravel so the thing I've got to stop saying so every time I say so John yell at me (laughs) the the thing that happens is a request comes in and I think you actually set this up John does it does it see if that request is servable by the legacy code? And if not, then go goes to the Laravel or is it the other way around?
0: I don't remember how we set that up. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, if it's servable by Laravel, it's served. Otherwise it falls back to the legacy.
1: I, but, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm i suspecting it's the other way around. And I'm going to explain to you why. The 404 that we were getting came about because Frank was introducing a live wire component into this piece of this, this uh, Laravel blade that we had when you brought the site up, when you brought the page up, the component load loaded just fine. Everything that needed to be there was there. We knew for sure that the component was loading, but when you try to do something inside the component, It was breaking, and we we went around and around on this. And John jumped in there. They they started they started a X debug, with diving into like the Laravel, uh, the Livewire heart, the heart of the Livewire code base, just kind of following the path. The one thing I missed, and I think you missed as well, John. And I didn't notice it until the very end when Frank happened to mention something and hi- highlighted it. The main page that this was on was a legacy app page because you could see the legacy path. Mm-hmm. My suspicion is that when it first fired, since it was a php request and everything coming in correctly it understood it said okay this is a this is a livewire component uh, uh, you know load the livewire component but the subsequent the subsequent request from livewire i think that main kind of router that we had or middleware or whatever you want to call it couldn't figure out oh this needs to go to, to laravel as well it just said okay this request came in uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do with this one. It was just puking it out. Mm-hmm. So we, it wasn't like this required feature. As a matter of fact, it was It was really Frank being proactive and just trying to modernize pieces of, of the code base that needed to be modern, modernized. So I had told him, listen, just shelf this branch for now. I hadn't figured that out yet. I, I hadn't figured... I, that that was a something I came came around to a little later. And I told him, just shove this branch for now and we we'll get back to it and try to do some troubleshooting. And, and I actually have another idea that's, that I shared in
0: that's 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 why I was going <clears throat> I was getting pretty heated on the call was I kept hearing it just routes to the component. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything to me. I need to know how this request gets to Livewire. It's got to be routed somewhere somehow, and I just kept being being told it routes to the component, and it was just like, this is so too much.
1: <laughs> that 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 is like the Livewire magic. Once the component loads, it's supposed to be like it's self aware and it understands how to. How to call back to its code? There's the the point we were trying to make, uh, I think was you know kind of being lost is when you create a Livewire component, like you don't create routes to it. Once you create a Livewire component, Livewire handles all that routing for you. If uh, you know it wasn't being very made very clear, but Frank didn't have didn't go into any routes file and says, okay, I need to use the slide wire. That doesn't happen. We we had done that for some testing, but normally you don't have to do that.
0: It wasn't so much the route, like how is it routed? I wanted to know, I just wanted to know where the code ended up. When you call that route, like it's got to go somewhere to do something. If it's supposed to update a table or a column somewhere, you have to tell it update this column. So I just wanted to know where does the request ultimately end up? And that's where it, it just, we never got there. Like I understood no, the render when you want no, to see it, it, render was being called, but what happens on that post? Where does the post go to? Was it the update? Okay, so was it the update I'll, function that was in there?
1: No, it, it was, I forgot track. I think, I think Frank called it, there was a track function. So if you looked in the, if you looked in the, this was a select, he, 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 Adds the uh, model. It's uh, it's Livewire model. I think it's what it what it was. And then you put the method in there. So he he had track in there. So I, I guess that what what was being lost was
0: right. That's that's control. all I kept trying to get get to is where does it end up? How does? It...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Granted the the routing might be magic, well, which okay the routing is magic, but it still has to go to code we write, and that's mm-hmm. where. Everyone kept saying it gets routed to the component and I'm like will you stop saying component please stop saying component
1: component component, component. and
0: tell me where we do the work at the work's got to be done
1: okay. and that's part of the 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 problem it's like this was such a minute minor thing that they were doing that there was like no logic yet we we hadn't we hadn't the logic because we could frank couldn't get it to talk once the component loaded, he couldn't get it to talk to the component again. Oh, so the was, way we ended up—maybe
0: up there wasn't a track method in there. If he was routing it to something called track and it wasn't there, that's why you are getting a four hundred four.
1: No, it was there. I, I, I checked that. How did you? Uh, the, the, so the way we ended up troubleshooting this was um, we just we just created a, a straight straight up select live wire component, a blink. Blade template that loaded it, and we created a route to that to the blade uh, blade template. It worked just fine. Then we brought it down into another group, so we have our routes grouped, 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 grouped. Brought it down to another group, worked fine. Brought it down to another group, and, and essentially got to where Frank was saying this is where that should be happening. Which is like the off, it was like off middle in the middleware and off and all this. I'm like, okay, we got it there and it worked. I'm like, all right, something's not right. And then he, we were like, okay, let's, let's take this sim- very simple, uh, blade template we have and now load the, the layout over top of it, the, the, the client's layout. And that's what broke. But it was, it was at that point. So it, was, it had something to do with, with the client layout that, that got, got loaded. And it was at that point, I, I might have said, I don't see this path in here. Where's the path? He goes, well, the page is actually the legacy code. And, you know, he showed me the URL. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't notice that this whole time. Not that it would have changed a lot of the troubleshooting, but I would have been a lot more suspicious about what the problem was. And... Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it has some in the, the main layout that we loaded has a lot of legacy, not only PHP stuff in it, but JavaScript. There's a lot of JavaScript stuff in there. So, and it, and
0: it doesn't go through the Laravel kernel to get anything else it might need.
1: Right. Right. I mean, so I don't know, man, I, I think that might be the problem. It is, it is a, it is a issue we need to resolve because ideally I would like to be able to add these components to legacy pages. Well, that but was it, the
0: whole point of putting Laravel in there was to then move the page from the old way of doing it in, into Laravel. Right. So we just need to probably do that to make this work. Now I have, I have an answer to your routing question and this again, being a legacy site, it didn't have a front controller. So not everything went through index.php. Everything goes to login.php or logout.php. So it's right. using the traditional, if the file doesn't exist, now we're going to route to Laravel and then let right. Laravel, let Laravel do the 404 part of it.
1: Okay. That means that it it, it, it yeah, I still feel like that should have almost worked. It must be something with the JavaScript routing the, the way the JavaScript's getting handled. But yeah, that's what I, that's well, how I remembered it, that it, it tries to serve up the legacy code base first. And then if the legacy code base isn't there, well, then it tries to serve it up from Laravel.
0: Which is exactly what would, was happening. I mean, we were getting into right. the Laravel portion.
1: Yeah. And, and as Bucky, yes, we were, we were hmm. balls deep in Debug today
0: yep we we are ex debug fans been using it for years, and definitely broke that out <laughs> <laughs> but so, when you get into one of those working sessions, you're like step into step step over step over, step into ah just set a breakpoint here and try again <laughs> like, <laughs> you went too far, you didn't get where I wanted to go
1: yeah that was that was uh that was fun, so that's fun um doing a lot of stuff. Fun with our client a lot of just a lot of housekeeping like a lot of uh start of the year housekeeping where they want to see what our server kind of uptime was last year and they're we're getting a bunch of audits done and there's just a lot that happens at the beginning of the year so i feel like i've spent so much time on slack with our client like more than i have in a very long time and it's just a lot of uh, back and forth. Then, on top of all that, started a, started working on a new project, which is kind of fun, kind of nerve-wracking, because it's like accounting. So I'm like, man, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to calculate numbers <clears throat> wrong. I feel like that could be bad here.
0: I'm excited about that one. And I really like the suggestions you had around it. Uh, I went so far the wrong way of worrying about the admin side of it and you're like
1: mm-hmm.
0: no we're just gonna hard code the numbers for now and we will we'll will back into that i'm like that's probably the right way to do this
1: <laughs> and before everybody says give me a hard time we're taking that approach because the numbers are already hard-coded they're just hard-coded in in the accounting in, in excel, spreadsheets and in
0: excel yeah
1: yeah so they're not accustomed to being able to change these numbers like it, well i guess the accounting team is either way we're we're just going to hard code them for now and like john mentioned we'll we're going to back into a administrative front end for them it's going to be this this is going to be huge if if we get it to work the way the client wants it to work it's going to eliminate such a workload off their accounting team Hours. i, I feel like this should be <laughs> yeah I feel like this could be a big one for them. It's, I mean, the other project we were working on isn't abandoned. You I know, mean, we, we did a bunch of like low testing and stuff and the client seemed very happy with what the numbers we provided with the low testing. So that's kind of there. And it's kind of like, okay, what's next step here. And you know, there's some marketing stuff that needs to happen and all that other stuff. But yeah, lots of things happening. That, that
0: accounting project's one that we've started a couple times in the past, but the project manager at the time like didn't know exactly what they wanted, and they wanted they wanted the world, and it's like, can we start with you know a town and then build up a, a whole world? And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, we need the world. And I was like, you realize that's way harder. <laughs> so the new project manager like. No, I want like a a a car, not a town.
1: Just build the shed shed for now. Then we'll build the house. Then we'll build the block. Yeah.
0: Uh, Lazy me, one fourteen over in Discord is asking, uh, what color scheme you use in PHP Storm? Is it light or dark theme?
1: I'm a dark theme person. I been dark for a while.
0: I was too for a long time, and I think I somehow switched back to dark without realizing it. Uh, at some point, but I watched mm-hmm. Brent's uh, from Stitcher. Io he did a whole video on why light theme is actually better. So I switched to light <clears throat> theme for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. I, I I still think I prefer <laughs> the dark still theme.
1: Well, yeah, I, do you remember what some of the arguments were for the light theme?
0: He had a bunch of where it's just it's better on your eyes and a bunch of things, but I don't remember exactly. It was just like oh, this kind of makes sense. Let me try it. And like I said, at some point I upgraded or did something. It's back to dark theme, and I'm still there now.
1: <laughs> You're just okay with it. So i like, yeah, you know what?
0: <laughs> but speaking, I think you have a card on this later. We'll we'll get back to no, that.
1: But it's just you and I, man. Let's go go with it. What, what what is it? Well, nah,
0: uh, the new PHP Storm UI. Um, right. I upgraded. And switched over to the new UI. And it's a lot cleaner for the most part. But there's a few things that are just driving me bonkers. And it's like the spacing. Like it adds spacing between uh, certain types of lines where it thinks, you know, it, it would be better with that space. And I just can't figure out how to change that or if I end up liking it.
1: Oh, man, you need to show me that. I have not noticed that. I've not noticed that. If I, so just, just a spacing thing.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll try and uh, find that.
1: Yeah, it's uh for the most part, I like I like it. I it, and to get back to the dark theme, light light theme conversation. I I realize a lot of people are dark theme people now, and I think that's kind of that's kind of become the standard. I think I I've always been a dark theme person because. I did so much, I spent so much time in the terminal, and my terminal just was, I just had a black terminal. I was like, well, for years I was the Matrix guy, right? I had the black terminal with the green letters. I, I don't do the green letters anymore, but my terminals have always been black. I, I don't mess around with my terminal colors. I know there are light light theme colored terminals and stuff, but my terminal has always been black. So I just feel feel more comfortable. But I got a better question for Discord. I, I know John's answering, and John's feel free to share it if you'd like. Th- this is a little bit more fringe. Do you prefer to have your file structure on your left-hand side or your right-hand side? Because I'm a right-hand side person, and I will give you the argument why. For me, I, I don't know why this doesn't bother anybody else, but... Well... Part of it is I close my Explorer unless I'm like unless I'm looking for something. I'll close the Explorer. So typically my, my Explorer isn't open anyways. Mm-hmm. But when I do open it, I hate the fact that all my code shifts over because the Explorer just now has pushed it over to the right. I just prefer that my code stay where it's at, and then my Explorer opens up on the left and nothing gets pushed.
0: Yeah. So y- you've often said that to me. I think you're the one that brought that to my attention. And at first I was like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I- I'm so used to it. Like I open it, get what I need and then close it back and everything's fine. Like I don't spend any more time on it. And yeah. I prefer it on the left just because that's where I'm used to having it. I tried it on the right for a while and it just didn't work for me. I'm sharing mm-hmm. that. I'm sharing that image in uh discord where it, the spacing just is funky, and I'm sure there's that a,
1: is a massive amount of spacing.
0: I'm I'm sure there's a setting somewhere. I just don't know where it is. I haven't.
1: Well, yeah, there there is a uh, line spacing setting, but I don't think that's what that is. Right? Maybe it is. Uh, yeah, there's a line spacing setting, but that's the only that's the only thing I could think that could be doing that. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, oh, here let me let me sh- share Discord before it goes off. uh Discord, boom, right there for everybody watching the stream. This is what John was talking about, and this is our Discord channel for everyone else. Sevy, I use Nurtree and and Vim. Like John said, I usually open it and get the file. I mean, yeah, I mean it's not like a game changer for me if like if I went to prison and they said, you have to have your Explorer on the left-hand side, it wouldn't break me. I just, I've been doing it for so long on the right-hand side and a uh, nerd tree as well. Like everything defaults to the left-hand side and then PHP storm VS code, everything defaults to the left-hand side, which I just don't, I don't understand why that became the default, but it, but it has, I've just always then moved it to the right. It's just something I started doing. And so I, and, then I move it to the right in PHP Storm and VS Code. All my editors, it, it gets moved to the right, but it's not a it's not a big deal. There you go. I got Roger on my side. That's all so I need, Roger.
0: I I love PHP Storm and the, how customizable it is. Like you said, move things around, and I have mine dialed into my workflow. And as you know, my wife is doing the magazine editing, mm-hmm. and. I go out to her PHP storm to do something. I'm like, wait, where's that at? I'm like looking all over. Where's the commit pain at? <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah. It's over here by default. Mine's down at the bottom. <laughs> Except again, change to the new UI. and Now it's moved again. So I'm like, do I just leave it where it's at up there? Or do I try and move it again? Cause yeah, the UI is so much cleaner.
1: That's another thing. It's no secret that I'm, I do a lot of stuff, as I said, in the terminal. I use Vim a lot. I still haven't. I think for a little while I tried using the PHP Storm Git file manager, and I just it's just so slow to me. It's just so freaking slow. I can't. I remember thinking that, like one of the last times I used, it, I'm like, I can't believe how long this is taking. Just load for I, what for I what to load the uh, to do the. The commits, the the ads and the commits and everything and, and really? The whole the whole Git thing, yeah. Now it's it's <clears throat> as far as uh GUIs go for uh Git management, I, I think I said all those words correctly. It <laughs> seems really good. Like I, I I haven't come across any GUI tools for Git, including GitHub's GUI tool, which a lot of people seem to love. I that's my least favorite. PHP Storm does a really good job at at that, and I, I I've admitted this in the past, and I'll admit it, I'll admit it today. If I have a merge conf- conflict, I will usually reset the branch, go to PHP Storm, and pull it back in because I love the merge resolution interface that pops up, and uh, yeah, so I, I still I, I do use it for that. One particular task because it it's really good, and I know Vim has it as well. It has the three pane uh, merge resolution thing, but I still like I still like the uh, PHP Storm one. That's one of the that's one of the rare cases where I prefer a GUI over the terminal.
0: See, so, so that's one I I use it for my Git merge conflicts all the time. I mean, PHP Storm I I use it for everything with Git. I drop the command line. Occasionally when I need to, I have no problem doing that. I use VimDiff all the time. Like anytime I'm comparing two files, mm-hmm. VimDiff it, it, to the rescue. And I, I love just the, the flow of pulling stuff, obtaining, because that's what it's called, like obtaining from right. one side or the other or pushing from one side or the other. Um, mm-hmm. So Diff is great. I haven't used the Git, three pane diff uh, that you're talking about.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. Vim diff. There are, there are other diff diffing tools. It does PHP storm have a diffing tool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh,
0: I mean, that's what the merge conflict thing is. It's a diffing tool, but yeah, it does diffs as well.
1: Yeah. 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 You're right. The, 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 I forgot about the Vim diff. I do use that. I, I, I do like that a lot. <laughs> I use it less now that I, uh, now that I understand Git, like it used to be, you know, index dot twenty twenty one dot PHP to index, and then I would do a diff to see what I changed, and <laughs> I don't have to do that so much.
0: Yeah, I I do it just I have a CSV, and then I or I have two CSVs, and I need to figure out what's different in them. Like, just fire that up. I I have so many files scattered on my disk. Of one and two, because I'll save one to one, (laughs) one to two, diff one, two, done, and then I forget to delete the file.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 I hear that. Okay, uh, let's take a minute, and since it's just John and I, and we're we're just kind of talking through things, I'm going to go with the uh, short version of our Honey Badger commercial, but I will say uh, we love Honey Badger. We got feedback, and we'll touch on that a little bit more when we come back, but we got feedback that somebody started using Honey Badger because they listen to the show and they love it, and they they say they use it like every day. And So, Honey Badger, we do appreciate you sponsoring us for so long, and here's a quick uh, clip. This episode of PHP Ugly is
0: sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. Honey Badger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, Honeybadger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to honeybadger.io and start your trial today. Thank, Thank you, you Honeybadger. Honey Thank you, Discord, for saving, our, Thank you,
1: Discord.
0: <laughs> for saving us on that one.
1: I, I, I say it all the time. Discord is part of the show now. I, I don't remember. I forget what it was like doing it before Discord.
0: Speaking of, it was so much fun having SDPHP again last night, and then having wasn't it having a couple people that know us from Discord just kind of come and hang out and chat. I, you see, I, I'll uh, call. I'll call you, you out, it? NSBucky. Spucky. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was I was gonna call him out, <laughs> I thought that was a that was a face reveal for this Bucket. I didn't realize his face was on his Twitter profile. I must have just block blocked that out of my my memory <laughs> bank. But yeah, that was that was fun. They were and there's so many so many people showed up for where we were. Like it wasn't <clears> an, <throat> it, it was an official meet meetup, but it was like a meet and greet. Right, we right. weren't doing a presentation or anything. We we're at a public restaurant. There were like crap load of people around us.
0: It was loud. It was, loud. They, we, they, it was it, loud. Their music is so loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we met, we, we saw p- people, people returned from over two years ago. The, the old p- SDPHP, mm-hmm. we had people come back from there and we had some new people show up and it was fantastic. And I enjoyed it.
0: I kind of like how we did it too, where you were at one end of the table and I was at the other. So we kind of got to mingle a little bit and just talk. It was, it was really nice.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to uh, meetings again, like presentations. Yeah. Matter of fact, I guess we need to schedule one for yep. February.
0: We do. Got to, all right. We got to put that on our list to talk about tomorrow because we got to get it. Figure out who's going to present. I was trying to get a couple of the people last night. I'm like, all right, what are you going to present on next month?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I that that's how we used to do it. We used to just you know <clears throat> volunteer everybody. <laughs>
0: The funny thing is somebody showed up and he said his name and I'm like, I know that name, like mm-hmm. from the community. I know that name. That so, so, so I asked him and it was Neil Anders and I'm like, I know he used to present and he, like he was a bigger name in the, in the community. I just didn't know he was in San Diego and he just moved there a couple weeks ago or a month ago. So it was really nice to have him come out and be be a part of it, and get to meet him. And I will twist his arm into giving a presentation at some point.
1: (laughs) I I didn't get his last name. What was it again? Anders. Anders. I I think that's what.
0: I think it's Neil Anders.
1: I know. I, I know. I know him. I just. I can't. I can't place him. Like, I kind of like you. I recognized him when I saw him. I'm like, man, I know I've seen this guy like in conferences or something before. But I uh, didn't. If you know his Twitter handle, let me know. I'd like to, like to start cyber stalking him.
0: I will find it. I'm sure we have it somewhere.
1: So I, I'm only going to mention it because it popped up on the Twitter feed. Uh, how we do anything we want to share with tech? I. We talk about it so much. It's like, I, I don't know. I can't remember like what we've, I think everybody's up to speed, right? Nothing's right. really changed.
0: Well, I, I mean, I've got everyone's flights booked, the hotels booked, except for us and our employees and a couple people that I'm waiting. For. I'm waiting to book on purpose, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. we are full steam ahead, like planning going on so excited about it
1: it's it's just it's it's like we're in a train heading to the side of a mountain it's like it's just coming so fast all of a sudden
0: it is it's a i'm going to get the time frame now but i think it's 124 days to go 124, 124 days
1: 24 days Mm-mm-mm.
0: if you don't have your ticket get it soon Please.
1: <laughs> there is a lot to do in 124 days. Not looking forward to it.
0: There it is. I got I got to go look at some of our scheduling because I'm like, all right, now we're in the meat of it. I'm sure there's stuff we're supposed to be doing now and I'm not thinking of it. So let's, uh, we need to get on that. We also need to, to get on the January issue of the magazine. Uh, mm. We're down to... Us coming up with the title of it, the cover art, so we we have our part to do, and hopefully get it out either tomorrow or early next week.
1: Yeah, let's shoot for tomorrow. I guess <clears throat> if if you got the time.
0: Uh, well, I, n- I never do. I mean, this week has been crazy. We're mm-hmm. we're doing the uh, you know the the traditional five minute stand up at eight o'clock in the morning every morning now. Mm -hmm. Every morning it's, yeah, I didn't do what I said I was going to do yesterday, so I'm going to try and do it today. Yep. yeah. yeah. I still haven't (laughs) done it. Nope. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) Something came up. Something always comes up.
0: I'm all of a sudden getting inundated with support tickets of people hitting weird edge cases and, and these weird issues that take, you know, support issues take so much time to diagnose and figure out what's going on. And I had the weirdest one over the past couple of days where again, we're, we're calling people and somebody, we, I recently introduced a new feature where in the past, you either recorded phone calls or you didn't. And if you did and you transferred the call to somebody else, it would record not only your conversation with them, but their conversation with the person you transferred it to. Mm. And you know, there's issues there because usually we're dealing with people that are like, hey, do you want to talk about X, Y, or Z? I have somebody on the phone waiting for you. They transfer, and that's where the sales happen. So you're often sharing credit card numbers and whatnot, and they don't want that recorded. Makes perfect Personal sense. information. Right. Yeah. So I re- recently released a feature that you have the option when you transfer a call, it stops recording. It makes sense. But then I get start getting people saying... I transferred the call and it it kept recording. I'm like, what in the world is going on? And I'm going through logs. And the first few times the logs from our phone system weren't being brought into uh, the service that we're using for log tracking. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because in the past, the servers just ran 24 seven. So we always went there. We could go through the files. No big deal. Well, a few months ago, we, finally felt comfortable shutting these things down at night and then spinning them back up in the morning. You know, you, you save quite a bit of money and everything's fresh, ready to go in the morning. So now if we don't know about it in that same day, we we've lost the logs. So <laughs> I kept saying, we need the logs. We need to get them over into the service. And we've, that finally happened, finally got it over there. So I'm digging into it and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I can see where they transfer the call, but they don't leave the call. And that's what stops the recording. So if you can picture, you call me, you transfer me to somebody else, you hit a button saying, all right, all three of us are talking right now. I'm done. I'm leaving. The <clears throat> The issue turned out to be a very weird race condition where – You are calling people. You're going through your list and you get me transferred to somebody. You get the next person transferred. You get the next person transferred. So you may have five people talking to salespeople, which is fantastic. Everything worked perfect to that point. You go to transfer somebody else and then one of those people hang up, which sends an event back to you to say, hey, the transfer agent hung up. And then the UI just says, I don't know what to do. I'm done. Like they, <laughs> Actually, not that. The, the, <laughs> the UI says, oh, the, that agent hung up. You probably want to transfer them to somebody else. But the problem was it was four transfer agents ago, not the person you are talking to now. So it, it was just this weird UI bug that is a race condition and it's hard to figure out.
1: I love
0: race conditions. It's funny that we still have them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's as simple as now from the the phone system to say, hey, a transfer agent hung up for call number, whatever, and then the UI responding, oh, that was for a call five calls. ago. I'm going to ignore it. (laughs) Yeah. The things I, I didn't have to worry about in the past, now I do. Now you do.
1: Well, I got an interesting thing to share. What is that? Um, let me throw it over there. What am I doing doing this here? So, Laravel for Laravel Ten, they have announced a bug hunt, a bug bounty. I don't know why they. I, I maybe is bounty a bad word now? They, they they're calling it a bug hunt. I always thought they were bounties, but anyways, they're going to pay you to uh, like. To find bugs, to find issues with Laravel ten. They're not, but
0: they're not paying you like if you find one. You're you're getting into a drawing, right?
1: That's true. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I I didn't. I I totally misrepresented that. Maybe that's why they're calling it a bug hunt and not a bug bounty because it's it's a competition. You 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 submit the bug and then I I don't hush. My dog is like. Just wanting all sorts of attention right now. See, uh, I, I, and then I guess they decide who wins. Do they I'm, show? I'm,
0: I don't know, but I'm frustrated that uh, I understand new features not counting. That's fine. Refactoring, okay, refactoring is easy, but typos. It depends on what the typo is. To me, like if you're helping me make my documentation better, getting rid of typos.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To me, that's a bug. You're, you are you are poorly representing yourself if you have poor grammar, poor spelling. <clears throat> that I think should count.
1: So, what you're what John's referring to is one of the rules are only quote unquote true bug fixes are accepted. Oh, wait a minute, did I miss that? Do you have to actually fix the bug? You don't just identify it, right? Wait,
0: it's it's you opening a PR. So to you're, fix
1: fix a bug, right? Oh, all right, all right, all right. That makes more sense, I guess. Maybe I don't know, but yeah, what John was referring to is only only. Do you hear my dog?
0: We, yep, I do. <laughs> Whimpering in the back.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? What's wrong? Did Did Timmy fall down the, down the well again? Yeah, fuck, him. Yeah, I told him to stop playing around the well. Okay. so Jonas, Only true bug <laughs> fixes are accepted. New features, refactoring, or typo fixes will not be counted. I agree with you. Typo fixes, maybe it's, it's not the best fix, but it, I think it's a fix. I
0: think typo fixes in documentation, great. Typo fixes in code where it's like <clears throat> the code still works because it's correct everywhere. That that makes sense. That doesn't count.
1: Yeah,
0: but whatever. Give me
1: some treats here. See if see if she calms down. The it's right it, Even the dog wants me to stop pod, podcasting.
2: Yeah, Please it's. Stop.
0: It's also weird that it's a a random winner contest. It's not like if you find the worst bug, you win. Or, I, I get it. Normally, normally. Uh, bug fixes to open source is, for the love of open source, you're not looking to get paid. So it's just an incentive to to do it more for Laravel than anything else, I guess.
1: Where do you see the random part at?
0: I don't. Somebody said that in Discord. I have not read this.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> that, that's what I was unclear on, is how a, win- a winner is kind of crowned. And I'm not interested enough to actually look into. It. <laughs> I just, I just thought it was kind of, kind of interest an it's, interesting approach to a new release. It's,
0: it's got to be down there somewhere, right? Like it'll be a, a oh, rim.
1: It says, yeah. Oh no, it was very short, wasn't it? First, yeah, first, first stable release. Any. Oh, actually, it does. Say,
0: it does say accepted bug fixes will be labeled, and a random winner will be selected at the end of the contest. The last bullet point
1: up there. Oh, it's a bullet point. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Random winner. Oh, that's why they don't want typos.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's like, right. I
0: spent all this time fixing an actual bug in some way that, that fixed the word there from
1: th- I, I EIR like I to. Just, yeah. I feel like they should have like levels. Like right. the thousand dollars would go to like a severe bug and then maybe have like a fifty dollar Amazon gift card if you if you fixed something simple like a typo and you get picked. Like there's still gonna be simple bugs right. and then more advanced like, bugs. Like it, your it,
0: security it, bugs are the thousand level. You're right. Like oh yeah. everything else, like any other bug maybe at a five hundred dollar level and then typos, like you said, fifty hundred dollars like something you're encouraging more participation, because not everyone is going to say, "Oh, I can." I know to fix bugs, but people get in there and help with your documentation. They'll, they'll help little things like that.
1: Yeah, no reason to discount discount them and not not use that. Yep. Yeah, and uh, did I move that card over? I, I got so much going on here. I got a dog crying at me. I did not move <laughs> the card over. There's the card. Here's the next thing we're going to talk about, and. And we'll be done. This is Stack Overflows 2022 survey. And gotta be honest, nothing really surprises. Well nothing really surprises me, but the fact that PHP is so highly rated as far as web languages go. If you read down here, JavaScript. Yeah, of course, JavaScript. Every website has JavaScript. HTML. Duh, HTML. All right, HTML, every page. Then it goes to SQL, Python, TypeScript, which is still JavaScript. It's (laughs) just like type type hinted JavaScript. So that doesn't count. Java, which could be used for for web. I'll give Java due, but that's a big enterprise thing. There's a lot of Java enterprise. Then you come down to Bash, C Sharp, C++, and PHP. My point being, PHP is the first like web development language with some bite and muscle behind it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's it's ranking pretty high as far as web development. And then, of course, it goes on. Where's Rust at? Ruby is still, Ruby's still popping up here. Oh, there's Rust. Rust is uh, just above Kotlin. Have you looked at Colin? I have oh, not. I we've talked about it. I have not. Yeah. I, I keep meaning to look at that. I want to look at Russ, which that's gonna be one of the talks I go to at tech. I, I will have to find, you, you find time you think you're going to a talk? I have to find time for the for the Rust talk for sure. I, I was Just thinking because about I'm it. I'm curious.
0: I I want to go to the talks, but I'm like, where is that line? Like, can you can we actually take time away? And obviously we'll have to
1: discuss that. And not not only is, I, I totally get what you're saying because we've we've gone through this before. It's like when you have a moment of to, of, of like calm and peace, it's you kind of like yeah, I'm gonna go to my room and lay down for like 15 minutes, or you just want to like decompress. You don't want to slip into a talk or something. Mm-hmm. I feel I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like I say, I'm gonna try to get all these talks, and I'll get there, and probably. Probably won't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Somebody's got to run the damn conference.
0: I I went kind of related to this. I went paragliding a week or so ago and started talking to somebody else that had landed. And he was in IT for a long time. and.
1: Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you really fast. Sure. But let's go ahead. I can interrupt. It's my podcast. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the Patreon screen while you talk about the paragliding. Not, not that I'm discounting your 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 uh, your paragliding, but I just think it's a good spot for the Patreon screen. So, first yeah. off, thank you all our Patreon supporters. Yes, we really appreciate it. Thank and, you. Uh, these are our Patreon supporters. Okay, continue, John. I apologize. No worries.
0: So I go. Couple very short flights. I land. I'm talking to this guy as I pack up, and we uh, hike back across the road together. And we're talking. And he recently retired, or retired a year ago, to become a professional paraglider pilot. And he said, basically, I'm between jobs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How's the professional paraglider world? I mean, is that like something you can make money at?
0: (laughs) No, I I think he was joking. He's actually just retired, but he. He flies when he can. But anyway, we're we're talking and he was in IT doing project management or he had a much more sophisticated title because it wasn't really project management. But, you know, we're talking. He asked what I do and I tell him about our business and, you know, the conference and everything. And he's like, is, is PHP uh, s- still even used? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like it runs something like 80% of the web, and yeah, it's still very relevant.
1: It's still very relevant. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's grown
0: so much in the past decade. It's like it's not the same language that, you know, the older people know PHP to be from the early 2000s to what it became mm-hmm. post 2010, 2012. It's like matured so much.
1: And so, yeah, yep, I agree.
0: No, he was not a scrum master, Edwards. And I really don't remember what his title was because I'm a terrible human being.
1: John's referring to our Discord again. That that for the audio <laughs> listeners, I, I always go back and listen to the audio podcast because I'm just I'm just compulsive like that. But I notice, like, we will engage with Discord, and <laughs> like, you don't, you have no idea what we're talking about on the audio podcast. So, <laughs> So for the audio listeners in Discord, Aidwood says, "Was he a scrum master?" I was asking John if he was a scrum master.
0: It, yeah, at least in the video, if you're on YouTube, you can you see the Discord in the the little stream there. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, that's,
1: I did it. Uh, you you called you me did. out it. You called me out on that. The you, you said the thing. I said you it. Said the thing. <laughs> John and I spend way too much time around each other, and so every now and then we'll start to like we'll start to bring to attention certain patterns, behaviors we have, and that was one, one I did for John. So he's very aware of it now. I noticed. I noticed his uh, that was funny phrase has really been re- cut back a lot over the last couple of months, which hurts me because I, that was like one of my little indicators. <laughs>
0: That it was time to wrap up.
1: Move on. Like, yeah, okay. Just oh that's funny. Just move on. My kids said my mine is uh what 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 do I say all the time? That's cute. I think that's cute. Or something like that, or cute. Maybe it's just cute. I forget I say it all the time when it's like I okay, I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, it's it's a pretty yeah, it's, it's cute. I don't know what to say.
0: So uh, going back to Discord, Zombie Slayer says would be great if PHP could be used for more standalone apps. I would love to know what you mean because I've used it for some crazy standalone apps that weren't even web based, like using uh, was it N curses in the past, where I had this whole UI set up uh, on a scanner. So people walking what? around, yeah, people walking around a warehouse with a scanner and it was all run by PHP and would have fields, and they could type in what they needed to type in on the scanner. They could then scan barcodes, and that's how we did inventory, picking, shipping.
1: I want to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying correctly because you're you're kind of blowing my mind here a little bit. And I, I do remember a brief moment in my life where that there were these projects out to. Kind of help you put a GUI front end to PHP, but they never really took. If I understood what you just said to me, you created a GUI PHP app that you then put on a scanner, like it wasn't on even a a laptop or anything,
0: right? Yeah, really? Yeah. So so it it was running end curses end curses. You it's. Kind of a library you can use, I think, in most languages, and it gives you a very shell type interface to have inputs and like showing displays. So yeah, I, I that's how I ran the scanners was via PHP.
1: I mean, I guess it really wouldn't be that hard, and especially now in this world of Docker, you you think you think that that might. Like make a resurgence, but but then again, who's who's creating like standalone apps as well? That's crazy. I I never. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who wrote a standalone PHP app. Yeah,
0: Sevi is asking. Can I elaborate? So I haven't. This I'm going back. It was 2008 to 2010, 2012. Uh, So. The package is currently not maintained, so I'd, it's probably dead. But just search uh, PHP and curses.
1: All right, I'm going to do it right now. We're going to do it
0: live. Do it, it live. Cause it, so got it, time to kill. the first thing that came up was a peckle package. Yeah.
1: Is, is incur- curses one word? Yeah. Uh, PHP curses manual. Oh, for anybody interested, yeah this this is a this is a vim my Vim bindings in in what you call it my browser, so that's why that pops up. People ask. Ncurses terminal screen control.
0: <clears throat> Ncurses is a programming library provided providing an application programming interface that allows a programmer to write text based user interfaces. That's from Wikipedia.
1: Ncurses is a free software emulation of curses. Is it in system? What's it five?
0: Oh, you found something better than I found. Yeah.
1: I I mean, this is on PHP. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not on PHP documents. It just looks like it is. What is this? I don't know what this is. This is interesting. I'm curious what this is now. Watch this. Get edit. And then we just take all this out. Let's go to this main domain. Let's see what happens. God, please don't be anything bad. (laughs) It's just the the docs. I wonder if this was... I know you used to be able to host mirrors of the documents. So I'm that's if right. what this is. Uh, yeah. I, I got to say, oh, BOS. Look at that. BOS. AIX. Wow. That's nuts, man. That is crazy. Yeah. I I got bad respect for you now, John. I, I got to say, I, I never knew uh, you had done something like that. I know you yeah. had talked about it, uh, <clears throat> but I just assumed... I didn't realize it was a standalone app. I just thought you'd written the server component that managed all that stuff for you. Yep, that's nuts, man. Respect. All right. Well, <laughs> where are we at? We're right at ten o'clock. Uh, oh, I, I wanted to get back. Uh, a not a Woods. Who said it? Roger in in Discord. I think asked why don't we? Here we go. Yeah, Roger. What about releasing the video version of the podcast on Spotify? Uh, I never have looked into that. I'm not really sure that what that would get us. I mean, the the it's on YouTube, so I'm not. Yeah. What well, is there? It's is there a benefit you, to that?
0: That's a good question. I can't think of one, but I'm also not a Spotify person.
1: Yeah, so I am, I, I and I, I don't use it for. We want
0: cat. you. We want you to subscribe on YouTube, please. Even if you don't, yeah. I mean, we want you to watch us there because it helps the algorithm. Blah blah blah. But you know, hit the little register or subscribe button, the little bell icon, that all that good stuff. There. It doesn't just work. Like, just
1: there, there, there.
0: Nope, nope, there doesn't there. work that way. Nope, there
1: nope. There. And while you're there, pop over to PHP Architect and subscribe there too. We're really trying to trying to boost those numbers where John and I are going to, that's going to be a focus in 2023. Not that we don't have enough stuff to focus on, but we really are going to try to put some, some cycles behind our YouTube channel.
0: And if you're not already signed up to go to the conference, let us know why. Come, (laughs) come join us, hang out with us. It's going to be fun. I promise. Give
1: us your address. We'll send somebody over to quote unquote, talk to you. (laughs)
0: I was talking to a couple people last night and I'm like, if, if you can't convince your boss, talk to us, like I'll I'll do the dirty work. If you got a a decent sized team, let me, I'll call your boss and like, Hey, you really need to send your team to PHP tech and here's why yada, yada, yada.
1: Now I'm going to warn you there, there's a high probability you may get fired after that conversation, (laughs) but you know, Hey, roll the dice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bob,
0: Bob. told me that he was going to quit if you don't send him to PHP Tech. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. Oh man, uh, let's. We're. I, I want to get a tech now. Now that you bring that tech up, we, we covered this last week. Oh, that's not tech. What is? What is that? That that is terrible.
0: <laughs>
1: that's Here we go. Uh, the the. The part John was talking about, we even have a convince your boss template, e-
0: email template.
1: Yeah, email template, or 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 you can just read it and and go face to face. I'm 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 always down to the face to face conversation. Just this kind of gives you some good material, some good knowledge of PHP tech, and even did a little price outline for you. It really, I mean, this is all the heavy lifting right here. I, I think uh, you just do a copy and paste, and you're, you're good to go. <laughs> You'll be there, there in a heartbeat. Go. <laughs> That's right, dude. I'm so excited about this. Look at all the talks you laid out. I'm so excited I, I, about this. I feel like I feel like we talk about this a lot, and we're going to continue to talk about this. But one thing we, I want to kind of bring to your attention again: we have the keynotes in the morning. Uh, we, we are going well th- this is the first day, so th- there's a little difference here. But we have the keynote in the morning. We have a one, two, 50 minute session. Then we're going have then we have a 30 minute session right before lunch. So you're going to get two 50 minute talks and then a 30 minute talk. And then this lunch in the first day, we're going to have a nice long three hour training, tutorial, deep dive, whatever you want to call. On three topics: PHP internals, testing in Laravel, or domain-driven design. And these are topics it's like you really don't want to try to consume in in thirty minutes or fifty minutes. And we thought this was a kind of a nice change of pace. So excited about that. But that only happens the first day. After that, we go back to fifty-minute talks in the afternoon. The, fir- the, the, the first half of the afternoon, the first half of the day stays the same: 2.50, 130 and then lunch. 2.50, 130 then lunch. That's <laughs> fun, man. I am so pumped for this. It's going to be so much fun. So many good speakers.
0: We still got so much to to discuss, and <clears throat> the
2: the, the part the that logistics. we're hosting,
0: yeah, logistics. The part that we're hosting it, and like, I want to go to a lot of these talks, and I know I'm not going to be able to. That's it's sad, but exciting still.
1: I, I think I think the stressful part for me, uh, you haven't mentioned it so much, so I so I don't say anything about it. But the fact that it's not here, like we can't go to the to the spot and talk to the people and look at the look at the rooms. I mean, we know what it looks like because we've been to so many techs before, and and this is where tech have been for years and then they started to move it around a little bit there near the end. So we know the facility is like a good <clears throat> facility for tech because it's in the hotel, the rooms are all nice and close to each other. But we also uh, haven't but been there in a long close. time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to talk it up John. You're going the wrong direction. <laughs> you know me, I'm I'm, I'm all about you. that yin and, yin and yang like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so excited about this. It's going to be so much fun. So yeah, if you don't have your tickets for tech, get on that, people. Get on that. I will be personally disappointed in each and every one of you if I don't see a, see you tech. I ask uh, again. Ask uh, Bucky. Bucky. Bucky came out to the to the meetup yesterday. He had a great time. We're we're not bad people. We're we're pretty nice. Although he walked up and drinks. he was like, maybe I don't want a beer. <laughs> He's like,
0: I'll come back later. <laughs>
1: It, it, I, it, good.
0: I was going to say, he was standing there, and I kept telling him, like, no, it's okay that you're here early. You can hang out with us. Like, we're just, like, sitting here. Work- we might be working, but I'll still talk to you. Like, yeah. you're, you're more than welcome to hang out with us.
1: The funny thing I, I, I thought of, and we've done this before, but... I, as I mentioned, public place, public restaurant, everybody's sitting around drinking beer. You, you, you will start to see people like come and like start to circle the table. It was like, oh yeah, that guy's a nerd. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a coder. Yeah, yeah. No, have a seat, buddy. You, you, you're home now. Right. Eventually, somebody would say, "Excuse me, are you guys?" Yes, we're them.
0: Well, have a seat. Well, don't forget Neil Anders Like, kind of saved the day too because he's like, you know, I got an elephant in my car. We could just set it up. I'm like that's a great idea. And Eric's like, you've got these two big ones. I got the, this <laughs> big purple one, this big orange one. I could have brought them and just had them like on the table and like people like, that's it.
1: Just seems like it would have been a good idea. I don't know, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Hindsight I, being I, 2020 would have been a great idea.
1: Actually, it probably would have been a terrible idea because like every kid in the place would like be at our table trying to play with the elephant and ask their parents where that, where it, yeah, we bought it and they want one and yep. I think, I think you're, I think you, you were smarter, smarter than I can give you credit for sometimes. <laughs>
0: nope. I disagree.
1: All right. Uh, you good, man. We wrapping this up. What do you think?
0: I, I th- Yeah, I think so.
1: I think it was good. a good time. Did everybody have a good time? I know it was just John and I. We didn't have uh, Mister Doom and Gloom with us, but I'm sure he'll be back next week. We haven't haven't Tom, we miss fired you. him yet.
0: <laughs> That's next week.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll <laughs> do it like live. Get away from the holidays a little bit, yeah.
0: and then you do it live <laughs> do on live. the air.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you know I'm I'm gonna try to do this in t- 2023 because I feel like. We we you know we go down some dark paths on the show sometimes, and I just like to end the show like everybody you know you you have a you, you have meaning right you're not nobody's just floating around on this planet you have meaning and other people have meaning and just be nice be be happy try to enjoy yourself try to enjoy the people you're with um, I tell my kids all the time. Don't leave. Don't leave the house mad. You know, Always always give a I love you and, and give, give us a kiss because it's just life changes very quickly and it's not always for the better. So just be good people. Be good to the people around you. Try to lift other people up and yeah, I think that's it. So that's going to do it for episode 318 of PHP Ugly. I'm Eric.
0: I'm John. Well, there's not time.
2: Keep it
1: ugly.
0: Keep it ugly. I, I
2: mean- one, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'm going to drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'm going to send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas because he's never wrong. You shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because.